three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of Ruse Radio. What is up, folks? Happy to see you. We got a special guest right here. We got Brian. What's your real name, Brian? Tell me your real name. Are, are you sure that I should share that? We'll just call you Brian. We'll just call you Brian. Brian? That's pretty cool. Good. We got yeah. Brian up in the his house. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Now, Brian, we got coronavirus everywhere. We don't got coronavirus, hopefully, but it I is mean, all— I hope. I hope. I mean, I don't—I'm going to wait five days, and then I'll let you know, because I think that's about— Five whole days? Five whole days. Are you sure? I think that—I think I'm good. I think I'm—I I think— Shoot, give me a few hours. Give me a few hours. But for real— I am. I was a server. I'm a server at Logan's. I don't know if I've told you guys this. And I stopped working pretty. I stopped working after all the teachers. Brian is still working. Uh, Brian works at a fast food restaurant. I guess what you don't have to Indeed I do. Indeed you do. And they are not closed. How's that going for you? He's still still popping? It's still popping, apparently. I haven't worked the last couple days. Don't plan on working the next couple days. (laughs) But I do have upcoming shifts that have not been canceled yet. Are they scheduling you are they scheduling you differently? Like because I've heard that some places are like uh a little bit. I just I just got scheduled my first nine hour shift, which oh. is so weird for a McDonald's manager I, shift. I got like some long shifts when I was work but you're a manager? Oh I didn't mm-hmm. even know you were a manager. Well manager in training. It's I not see. official yet. Uh but I do wear the entire mm-hmm. uniform, and I there. hold some power. <laughs> I don't know what that power is, but it's something, clearly. It's uh, some kind of elusive McDonald's magical powers. Yeah. You do some stuff. But I mean, like, hey, hey, a nine-hour shift at McDonald's ain't bad right now. Now's, now's a good I time to— very grateful for my job amongst this whole pandemic that is going <laughs> on. Um, but yeah, M- McDonald's is doing fine and dandy— with Corona, with uh, the with the all corporate, corporate McDonald's, corporate yeah. McDonald's, all corporate locations are open to the public. From come on in, well, come on, come on through the drive-through, 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 drive-through. Yes, drive-through only, except you are DoorDash or you know any. Oh yeah, you. Other- and I, I saw that. Like, um, I got a notification on my phone from the McDonald's app today that you guys are doing deliveries. Yeah, strangely enough, we're still delivering, which I feel is just like a good old gift of. Here you go. Have some virus. You yeah, know? right. I don't understand why McDonald's, a multi-billion company, thinks that it's necessary to keep working through this. But I, I mean, agree. like I, I said, do grateful to have a job. I mean, I think that. Most restaurants, if not all restaurants, should just close for a little while. I mean, just follow suit and everything else. But didn't Logan's close? Logan's closed, like closed, closed. uh, I think the other day, like probably a week ago, like just recently day. Because I I caught, I saw Jim at Walmart of all places. Uh, Jim is one of the managers of Walmart. If you're listening and you go to Logan's, you probably know Jim. He knows everybody. Uh, Jim's a cool guy, but caught up with him and he told me that they closed the other day, officially, like until further notice, basically. It's really, it's really a trip. I think uh, the way I look at it right now is that it truly, like, life itself is is the trip. <laughs> like, it's just so weird. Well, the trip sure is something lately. I don't know if it's a trip I want to be on. <laughs> right, right. It's a bad, no, it's like a bad trip. It's not, not the best trip. But it's like, man, I like, I think about the actual, because it's not even just local or just 
the country. It's like the whole world. It's very, very strange to Not quite the whole world yet. A lot like, of it. A lot, yeah, of, a lot it. of it. Yes, yeah. but China Too is much. coming back to normal. That is good news. Italy is still at its well, peak. Well, I, from my understanding, what China is worried about now, because we don't fully understand everything, is, is if you can get it again. Even like we don't know if you can get it twice. You don't know that. You only know that if you get it once, you're. But but I mean, far as it looks. You're probably fine right. if you get it once. But I mean, it or respreading. Because well, I mean, everything goes back to normal and you can test people. And now you have more test kits. It's a little more under control, but still, still there until you got a uh, quarantine. And that's like 12 to 18 months. Whoop, whoop. Well, if you think about it in waves of like it hitting. Yeah. Well, if we can get through the first wave just fine and hopefully work on a cure, like. It's been a couple months since this outbreak because China so gratefully hid two two months of it from us. But, (laughs) you know, it's whatever. So I feel like we have a grace period coming up. We just got to get through this, right? Yeah. Yeah, we we got to actually stay home. We got to follow the rules, folks. Exactly. Don't forget to wash your hands. Don't forget to wash your hands. That's the most basic thing. Or we're like, you know, if you got any hand sanitizer on deck— Carry it around with you. Take it's it. Very so take easy. It. I mean, like the thing is, people people are paranoid and they think, you know, oh, if I'm at my house and I'm just walking around, I'm chilling. Like, if you wash your hand at your house and you're all good, you're you know you're all good. It's just you at your house. Maybe at one other person. Like, you're probably fine. You can do whatever you do normally. You're at your house, but you go outside, and that's where it's different. That's when you bring that hand sanitizer with you. That's when you make sure. Oh, I just touched a bunch of stuff. Now I should probably wash my hands, sanitize my hands before. I do something stupid, like itch my nose. Hand sanitizer is not a necessity, nor is it a replacement of soap. Soap is 100% the best thing for killing germs, including this virus. It just helps. It just helps. Yeah. And there's nothing more about that. Wash your hands. Also, side note. note. If you do come through my drive-thru or any other (laughs) drive-thru, Please understand, we are only trying to better serve you. I don't want to serve you a Big Mac and a side of virus. I want to serve you just the Big Mac. And that includes taking your drink carrier. I don't want to spread germs. I don't want to touch your hand. I'm so sorry, Karen. This is not a shade to any specific Karens. Just Karens across across the nation. But, no, but you should Are probably elaborate only... on what you're talking about with the drink carriers, because if you just I got so we got two different types of drink carriers. We got the two cup, and then we got the four cup. Oh, I didn't even know you guys had two cups. Yes, since we partnered with DoorDash, we do have new those are new bags and drink carriers. Very it's cool. Very entertaining for me. I like that. Um, but yeah, if I'm handing you the drink carrier through the window, mm-hmm. and I hand you it with one corner in my hand. And you, ha- you, you have to give people drink corner? carriers right now. That's that's yes. a, that's the other part. You have we to do. do it. If you're getting them even one little drink and somebody says, I don't want a drink carrier, you have to hand it to them no matter what. In this moment of time, if you come through my drive-thru and you do not take <laughs> the drink carrier, I have every right not to give you your drinks that you paid for. You know what I can do? I can get your money back and I can put it in a little tiny plastic bag. You sound and like you've been having this. Con- you. Have you been having this conversation with customers? I have. I really have. <laughs> the few days 
that I have worked, uh-huh. my entire shift has been full of it. I I, I haven't. I would wonder because uh, my sister Bo also works at McDonald's. I would wonder because she's always doing back cash. I'm sure it's the same thing. I don't think Bo is as concerned as I am. Oh, you're probably yeah. You're probably just yeah. Lonely. Well, she told me she's about the drink carriers because like, she was complaining different- to me. She was complaining to me about the carriers, I was going to say. She was complaining about carriers. She understands yeah. that part of it. But but I, I would wonder if she's as persistent as you, because that is funny. Uh, I, would, I mean, that's what I would do. I mean, and, it is corporate. It's rule. In my opinion, if I were working anywhere like that right now, I would be taking every possible precaution. Because like, I'm gladful... I'm thankful that I don't have to work right now. Like I was, I, I, the week, uh, probably was about a week that things were starting to ramp up that I was still working. And I, and you don't know who you came in contact exactly. with. Exactly. And like, it's not that I don't want to make money or I don't want to serve people. Cause in a way I was thinking, well, at least we're open and I can, you know, the people that come in, I'll give them good service and all that. And I'll do my best because they, they deserve to go out before God knows, you know, right. everything's going to get worse. But at the same time, I'm thinking, you know, I don't know about this. Maybe I'll just, and I can't, I, I couldn't call in because I was thinking you can't really call in. I mean, like you can, legally you can. It's a whole, it's like, the, uh, you know, they passed a thing that says you can call in because of this. But I just know the social stigma of me calling in. They already know. Like, I, and if I say I'm sick, now I can't work for two weeks. So I can't even make an excuse. It's. So I felt like I was in this weird position where I have to go to work, but I don't really want to go to work. And I'm worried that's going to happen again in like three or four months. They're going to open everything back up. And I'm going to be like, ah, is this a good idea? Well, I I'll have to go. Like in that sense, like in a couple of months, like things should be like Hopefully. getting back. Ideally. There, you know? Yeah. Ideally. Ideally. Like gas prices right now drop so drastically. I, I heard that's not shift. related. I heard it's not. I mean, it is. Yeah. The panic and hysteria from this virus, you know, like that affects people. And yeah. Like, people taking their monies out and like, as if that's <laughs> going to protect it. For real. You know? When I was at the bank, I, I like heard some other dude just withdrawing like $400. And I just thought to myself, like, that's probably what everybody's doing right now is just withdrawing like hundreds and hundreds of dollars from the bank. Like, I had to sit in line for 15 minutes today just to draw some cash out. Because you can't I'm, go in. Nobody can go in. Nobody can go in. And even through the drive through people are just crazy. They just need the money right now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I just got paid. Like, <laughs> You're I'm just, just trying to I'm get your to money. Get my money. <laughs> like, what? Well, it is, it is a very, I mean, like, it's very interesting. I think it kind of shows, in a way, the nature of people when they panic, uh, you know, when you see things like everybody buying all the toilet paper or like no ramen noodles at the store, stuff like that. It's like you kind of see what people grab when they're all panicked and they're worried, like, man, what do I do? And these are these are the things that people like you never really got insight into that, but you never got to see. Uh, there's no social experiment quite like uh, the coronavirus. But I think it's real to clarify that is uh I, uh, I, Just to clarify, yeah, because there there is there is a lot of uh, Corona deniers. I, I imagine it's got to be shrinking that number, but it's out there. There's always a group of people that just deny everything I mean, that's happening. I could see why you would say that right now because it's so strange to see. Is she running? My is my cat tearing into things. She's being a little rascal. She's so precious. She is. 
She is. I think I'm going to name her Kiki. I think that's the name. Kiki, do you love me? I hope she does. I hope that's not what in <laughs> reference to. But um, what was I saying? I was saying something. Did we lose it? We lost it. Something about coronavirus. It's I mean, always something about coronavirus. Something about I coronavirus. Oh, well, I, 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 man, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it, I guess it's just, oh, yeah, I was saying how it's weird to see. It's a very, it's like a social experiment that I said the thing about that. It's not, uh, yes, I think we I were clarifying see, that it is real. Yeah, it's real. But I could see how you would say that because if it was somebody that was, um, you know, like, dude, when you see on the news, the governor, like, I was just reading. Um, and uh, when I read a sentence, like when, when I read a sentence that says someone asked Donald Trump if he's considering, considering a national lockdown and he said, no, not right now. When I read that <laughs> sentence, I think, man, like if I read that four months ago, I would have never imagined anything like that. Like I would have thought that's, that's just, that's crazy talk. And now I read it and it makes sense. It's just such a, that's why I was saying like life's a trip right now. Cause it's such a weird position to even think of the world to be in. And um, I can see why you would think, since everything's so weird, like, oh, man, maybe since we can't leave our houses, they're doing something outside that we don't know about. If you were somebody that was that paranoid, <laughs> I could understand that. But but I don't think that's the people actually are dying, man. You, know, you look at other countries, like, there's no way it's fake. Right. I think it's fun to believe in the, like, conspiracy theories yeah, behind it, it's anything. Also that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you do have to put your feet on the ground and realize, no, this is, this is happening. This is real. And I, we need mm-hmm. to face it together. Did you see, I saw on Facebook today, a guy was in a Walmart and he filmed himself. I think it was on some kind of live. That's what it looked like. And he was saying that he has the coronavirus and that he still has to go shop just like everybody else, but he tested positive, no symptoms, asymptomatic. Like that's, he was just talking into his phone saying that kind of stuff. And they tested him afterwards, and he was negative. But he went to—I think he got went into jail for it. Like he got in trouble. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that, folks. Bad idea. I just—I don't understand the purpose behind that. Like, what are you? He's, you he's alone trying thinking. to prove. See, if it was alive, he was probably just thinking, "Oh, I'm just going to screw around with like my ten friends that are watching this." But then one of his friends probably saw that. <laughs> like, somehow it was recorded. I mean, I don't know where it came from exactly, but he did definitely get in trouble. <laughs> don't do that, folks. So, yeah, uh, it's crazy times. It's crazy times. I mean, like, I should mention that we live in Michigan and that here in Michigan uh, tomorrow is when our stay-at-home order starts. We're one of, like, the— Not tomorrow. It's midnight tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, midnight tonight. Um, which is going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, uh, it's nowhere near as strict as uh, what it's looking like you, the UK is doing over there. So that's something. But I mean, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, like, you know, I watched a UK news report just the other day, <laughs> and the energy in it's there, so different. it's yeah. so different. I, it was refreshing. I got to learn what's happening about the coronavirus without hearing Trump's voice. And that was <laughs> reassuring enough, you know? Well, I just like the thing is another thing that it's just it's not even something that should be so political. Like it's not even a political thing. It's not it's, at all. Like it's literally just something where we're all humans 
and we just want to like not die. A part of it has to be political. In a way. Like who's going to organize to protect everybody from such No, I just mean in the sense that when someone like Donald Trump or news networks when they try to make it about like like it's annoying for Donald Trump to say Chinese virus over and over, but it's even oh. more annoying for news networks to like turn that into a story. Just ignore it. It's not even that big of a deal. Like it's annoying that he says it and it does perpetuate something and you should say something about it, but don't run a 10 minute, 15 minute story. Cause there are other, like you're just politicizing this thing. That's not political. And it's turning the focus to this other thing. That's not what any of this is about. And it, the fact that he says that he says things like that all the time because that's who he is. That's what he does. He says things. So people will, and right now is not the time to do it. But I mean, dude, just don't feed into it. Don't politicize. Just stay home. Just, I swear to God, I hope that the government figures out this supplement package, whatever you call it, within the next week or so. But honestly, God knows because it's turned into such a political thing. Trump at his core is, in fact, very annoying. But like (laughs) disregarding that with the coronavirus and how late he was to Oh, come yeah. to terms with what was happening. That's the worst part. And getting anything done. Mm-hmm. That's what fucked us right from the get-go. I 100% agree. What also got us fucked is the fact that the Chinese government hid too much worth See, I don't know much about that. I don't know much about that. Is it that they didn't report on it or something like that? And well, then it was starting going on? with the fact that when it was first initially reported, it turns out that was exactly two months in advance from where it had originally started, which... So they didn't say anything for two months, and then... It didn't come from the fish market in Wuhan. It did... The first cases were reported in Wuhan. Uh-huh. But it didn't spread at the pace that they had reported. It It's... It was fast. It started spreading immediately. Yeah. And, well, the thing is, it is one to two, I think two to three people maybe uh, per person. Uh, So, I mean, they could have underreported, but it it also could be the case that they didn't fully understand what was going on for a month or so. You know, two months is a long time. But you'd have to imagine that for a period of time at least, you know, it has to spread before they figure out what's going on. And then they figure out what's going on. But— Right. It really, you got to say something immediately because it's even worse that, like you said, uh, Donald Trump's response at one point was even that it's a hoax and that it's the Democrats trying to, you know, uh, it's something to do with the election. I can't remember what he said, but it's just if that was his frame of mind two weeks, maybe three weeks before everything got real bad, everything right. got real, you know, and uh, I just think that. That's one of the worst parts. I 100% agree with you. That That's the worst part, arguably, because if we had been more prepared, uh, even in terms of medical supplies, if we had just thought about that beforehand. Right. Like, as a country, as the and one of job. the supreme superpowers in the world, yeah. why weren't we paying attention a lot? How would I put that? Like, we should have been paying attention. Yeah, We should have been understanding what was about to happen. And already prepared for that. Yeah. We should have prepared our citizens mm-hmm. by letting them know something was going on. We just need to be, you know, chill, prepare for it, and try to fly through it. And I know we can expect that with Trump being our president. No. That's 
another part of it being political. Well, but you did also mention the fact that he has been referring it to as the Chinese virus. Yeah. I feel like, just to clarify, even as a joke, don't even go there. There, there is are, a reason that he says it. He says it because it originated in China and because also because I know from my understanding that the Chinese government was trying to say that it came from America and that it, it – I don't know how true that is. That's just what I've heard. But if that's true, at least there is some kind of reasoning behind him saying it. But the person that hears him say that, that doesn't – like if this is a regular guy that's already got some you know racial thing within him and hears Donald Trump call it the Chinese virus ten times – it's like, oh, screw the Chinese. They just came over here and gave us this virus, you know, because I'm a racist and that's what I think. So if that's who you are, that's what you'll say. And then there you go. You don't say those things because you're the president. So that's really where that is. It's not the time to be pinching or like poking at people like that. Just call it the coronavirus. But Well, he is unfortunately the leader of our country yeah. and all the states are scrambling to try getting their shit together yeah. so that we don't have to suffer but the fact that this is a pandemic it's happening across across the globe yeah. and our president our federal government hasn't proven to come in aid to us in any kind of way and they're giving us false promises that's the best example of how this could be political a, a virus like this or any kind of disease spreading is always going to be political. It has to be. Yeah, I, I can agree with you there. Because the only way to get past it is big money, big politics. Uh-huh. And you and I being near bottom-bottom comparatively yeah. to the rest of the class system. Yeah, we'd be like lower middle class if we anything. Don't, we don't matter. Yeah. Ain't nobody up there doing shit to try getting this to stop. Uh-huh. I mean, like, it, in terms of the bill that they're trying to pass, I know that it was mostly made by Republicans, and it's a fairly, like, Democratic bill. Like, uh, a lot of the things that they're willing to do in the bill. Um, and that's why it's kind of weird that there's even such a standstill with it because they are willing to give a lot of money to people like us. That's the whole thing. But, you know, like I was I was talking to you earlier about it, it's still a rocky road because, what, you're going to give $1,200 to everybody and then $1,200 to everybody in six weeks, and then what? What's going to happen then? And who knows? So, I mean, maybe we can't plan farther than that, but uh, it's, it's, it's... It was nothing more than a nice gesture, and that's kind of pathetic, like, you were just talking about the fact like there's no promise of it even continuing throughout the rest of this spreading. Yeah. Like, yeah, there should be some kind of at least confirmation that it's not, you're not going to run out of money because of this. Like there's no way that'll happen, but for real, I mean, we don't know when it's over. So, and, and, and uh, I don't know if you saw, but Donald Trump's now saying things like, uh, we'll see in two weeks, you know, we'll go from there, which is, an iffy thing to say even because I mean I'm two worried. weeks from now why because I'm already in lockdown well no I think he meant like the two weeks from whatever date he announced like the parameters because he's saying that you know there's people tweeting at him and stuff like that stuff like you know it's not good to have all the, for business to have all this down it's going to end up hurting people more than anything and while that's not necessarily I mean that's it's true but I mean 
uh, I'm worried that someone like Donald Trump, who is a businessman at heart, uh, would see it fit that maybe we do just move back to normal a little early. And uh, that's really, that's my big thing at this point. Like, I mean, I feel like if everybody follows the rules, if everybody stays at home, that's cool. Hopefully we're all good. I'm just worried that somehow, some way, you know, we'll take three months, four months. We don't have a vaccine, but we're going to take our chances. And then something bad happens. And now we're even more screwed than if we would have just kept doing what we were doing. Because now we have more people that are dying and more people that are sick. When if we would have just kept on for at least two more months and gave ourselves more time. I mean, because who knows, man? It's really just a playing it by ear for literally everyone. Like, I used to think that maybe the government has the, you know, like there's probably people up there that know better than me. And there's got to be people out there that really know what's going on. They would know what to do in a situation like this bad. There, there's someone out there. But like in a situation like this, I don't think there's any one person that could just come up with an answer. Like it's so complicated in every single way. It sucks. It's like, I never really thought I'd live to see a pandemic. I never thought I'd live through one. Uh, I remember the swine flu when I was a kid and I thought that was going to be like this. I was like at my home, in my, in my house watching YouTube videos, like freaking out thinking, Oh my God, school's going to close. It never happened. And look at the world right now. What a trip, dude. What a trip. It really blows my mind. I like staying at home, but I don't like having an income. Yeah, like I said earlier, grateful to have a job, but like... But it's risky. Extra paranoia, and then when I am home, it's just staying home. There's nothing else now. Yeah, it's not like, let's go over here and hang out. Even when you hang out with people, now even that's getting a little... uh, Tomorrow is the stay-at-home order, so I'm going to be interested to see how that goes with, like... If you are to, because I know I have to drive from house to house sometimes like, just to do things. So, And apparently there is a risk of being pulled over and questioned on whether or not where you are traveling is important. And you can be fined. Apparently this is legal. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. I, as a... Is this going on in other de- states? Is it happening in other states already? Do you know? I do not know. Are you I, talking about that thing in the, that we watched about the UK? Because that's the UK. That's what they're doing over there. I no, don't like know if the, it, it that is happening in the today. states. Oh, okay. Like, I'm in my manager group chat or whatever. We uh-huh. are about to start handing out letters with all of our store information and explain who I am. Uh-huh. And if I got pulled over and I show them that, that's just my excuse. Like, I need to get to work. Interesting. Like, the fact that I need to prove that, like, is just questioning and scary enough. But, like, whatever. I think that's a bit much just considering that I'm the type of guy where I don't have a dryer. So I got to go to my mom's house to use her dryer. Like, I mean, come on, dude. Now, every time I go to my mom's house to use her dryer, I'm going to have to get pulled over with my wet clothes. (laughs) Like, what's the point of Whitmer telling us, like, go ahead. You need the necessities. Go ahead and take care of that. But then all of a sudden there's panic over whether or not we can actually go ahead and do that. Like, I just I don't I just don't like getting pulled over, to be honest with you. It's just the fact does. that I don't want to get pulled over and have to I lost my ID the other day, so now I have a temporary ID that's like expired, but I can't get another one from Secretary of State for another month because that's the only way you can get an appointment that for the for an enhanced driver's license right now. So that's awesome. So if I get pulled over, I have that going for me. But also, like, dude, 
I mean, better excuse to stay inside. Yeah. But still, man, I got to do my, I got to wash my clothes. And so if I'm going to go wash my clothes, like, I don't want to get pulled over by a cop and be like, yo, I'm doing laundry. I just want to go do my laundry. So, but I understand. I understand. I just think, are we, is it really that, is it really that far here? I don't know. Maybe you're going to Michigan's gonna have, not too congested. I don't think. You do have several bathtubs. I think that if it came <laughs> down to it, you could most definitely wash your clothes. I probably could. In the bathtub. Probably could, but and then I, dry them in the bathroom. Well, I mean, you're talking like, if I'm ever in a zombie apocalypse and all the power goes out, that'd be the way to go. Well, thankfully, all the essential jobs are still intact, meaning yeah, we, we still, still have water, things. electricity. It's very comforting. Get up your local plumber. Hit up your local electrician. They still have jobs. They're they still, doing still have bank. And so does Brian. Brian from Mickey D's. I want to say bank. Training. I mean, I make a nice amount. No. Or, you know, living with my parents. Not Just bank. to clarify. Not bank. But, Not bank. But something. A little something something. A little man. cheddar. A little you know. <laughs> Not bank, but cheddar. It's not fine cheddar. It's really <laughs> gross. Like, I yeah. probably could have bought this at the dollar store yeah. cheddar. Like, not cheddar from, like, a nice cheese place. And it's more like off-brand Ritz crackers. Yeah. <laughs> like, cheddar that you'd open and you'd be like, oh, man, like, this is not looking Foul. good. But it, there's no mold, so it's probably fine. Like, that kind of cheddar. It smells like cheese, but the worst kind of cheese that it could smell like. And you don't know if you could trust that. Yeah. But then again, cheese is just mold. I mean, I like blue cheese, and that's one of the moldiest tasting cheeses you can find. I love blue cheese. Oh, my gosh. Just thinking about it. I just want blue cheese. I love it. I love blue cheese. Like, the crumbled blue cheese is the best. Not the so- not the, not the saucy versions, but the crumble. Saucy Ooh. version just doesn't know how to interact no. with literally anything. But if you get the saucy version and you could put the crumble in there, you're set. That's what I, they make them like that. Like that's how they have it at Logan's, and it's the best blue cheese I've ever had. It's so good. I've never been to Logan's. If you go there and you get a salad, you should get the blue cheese because oh my god! It's I guess a, I'll have to try it. It's the best blue cheese. I mean, maybe in a couple months, maybe in like four or five months, Logan's will be open and you can head on. Maybe in there. hopefully in just like three weeks. Three weeks. Maybe you're giving it three weeks. I mean, it. They have stated that if we gave it a full two week shutdown where we just kind of stop interacting as much as we do, it should die out. Spreading won't be as fast as it's been reported. So the word just is, a reminder. There's a word for what you're saying. Flatten the curve. That's the buzzword. Those Thank are the buzzwords. You, you want to flatten the curve. And, and the thing is, we are still on the incline of the curve. Like, unfortunately. We have, yeah, we haven't even hit... And like I was saying to you earlier, the other big thing is we don't have enough test kits. So once we test as many people that we at least, you know, are showing signs of it, we have at least a good number of how many people may have it. But even right now, that's just the number that you see is not the real number. It's probably like it could be two times that for all we know. That's another political thing. Trump and his administration don't want to give up the weird like sense of we have to be better than the rest of the world ideology of America. And like right now, that's not going to do anything for anybody. Perhaps if we were in a situation, like if if they were taking it the way they were taking it now, they wouldn't have done that when they did it. But back then it was not so serious. So they were like, oh, we'll just make our own test kits. doesn't matter how long it takes because it's not going to get that bad. 
It just shows and then the when lack it gets of that care bad, in their citizens. We don't have any test kits. And so now we're screwed because we don't have the test kits we need. It's already a problem. Now, thank God we have them in time. I don't even know if they are the ones that they made or if we just ended up using the other ones that were already available. Probably that. That's probably what we did. We probably just ended up using the same ones because we were wasting time trying to make them. As far as I know, that was the story. So that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because if you have a pandemic, why don't you start testing immediately? And how are we even in a situation now where we wouldn't have enough test kits only for the people who are sick enough? And thank God we have these drive through places in some states, in some states. Like, Jesus the, Christ. Is there any in Michigan? I haven't even seen any nearby. No, there's none in Michigan. But the thing is, even if there was, it's up to the state to set it up. It's not the federal government that's doing any of that. I don't believe, I don't think it's the National Guard that does that. I think it's the state that has to put it together. At the point that Michigan's at, I don't think that's even, like, a smart move. That would just be wasting money. I think that we should just because people, the, the worst Does part. Does Michigan have the, the money to buy the test kits? Because we're going to have oh, to buy we, it. We need test kits no matter what. But the worst part about it is, like, you'd need a doctor's note to get that. But it, that's the best way to do it because right now, if you're sick, you have to go to the hospital where you're potentially exposing yourself to it if you aren't already sick. And then you're sitting there for hours and hours and hours with people who are sick right around you waiting for whatever. And then it finally, you know, you get your test. If you're sick enough, you have to actually be like, you know, you have to show significant symptoms to even get that test right now because they don't have enough to just give them to everybody. But when we're in a situation where you can just, you know, start to show symptoms and you can go to your doctor and get a doctor's note and go through this drive through place, at least you can get it done in two or three days and you don't have to worry about going to that hospital. I mean, that's how I look at it. I mean, it just needs to be as available as it possibly can be so people can at least get tested and know that they don't have it for the time being, you know? Because what what else do you do? If you're showing symptoms, what else do you do? Luckily, I normally don't get too sick. I mean, most of the time during the flu season, I, I've only really gotten significantly sick like one time in recent memory. And that was like a year or two ago. So, then, I mean, I'm hoping that if I do get it, if it, God forbid, if it happens, that my immune system is, is built well enough because the worst thing I put in my body is probably nicotine. So... A very and I'm not a heavy smoker, nothing like that. So I mean, I think I'm safe, but I don't want to. I don't want to hurt nobody. I'm staying at home. I'm staying at home. So in that sense of like whether or not you'd be damaged by that, when who it, knows, you, man? Who really knows? I mean, I sure. I'm sure I would be suffer. young, but you I would do suffer. partake oh. in activities. I mean, I would get. I would probably get sick. Like I would get. Like I would get flu sick, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, like I would, I sure hope that I don't have any like anything I don't know about or nothing like that that would, because I've never had any issues with my lungs. I've never had any anything respiratory. Um, well, I'm happy for you. I'm that's good. Well, I've had friends like I mean, uh, I've uh, my longtime girlfriend Ruby. She always had problems with. Um, my longtime ex girlfriend Ruby. She always had problems with. Uh, Did you forget the ex? I, I figured the first I should have said that, but uh, she always Yikes. had problems with uh, her lungs and shit like that. And I was just thinking the other day, like, oh my god, I she's probably one of the people that's like not like I hope she's okay because like if I were her and I had problems with my lungs, that'd be terrible, dude. I cannot imagine. Right here, I've had pneumonia twice. I was hosp- almost hospitalized. Yeah, twice. that's risky. That's risky. And I vape and smoke. Almost every single day now. 
Yep, like, that's that. That would spook me. That'd spook me quite a bit if I were you. If I get hit with it, there's a like sixty percent chance of me getting it. I mean, you have, um, you have at least you only have like one thing. A lot. I mean, you don't have a bunch of different issues. But you, you know. never know because my second round of pneumonia was triggered by the first. I was in recovery in a couple. How bad was it? Well. Pneumonia is an infection, and so when it gets stuck in there and you get rid of it, there's always a chance that those germs will stay in there. And is it the case that um, uh, cold air and other germs can re-trigger? Well, and that coronavirus doesn't coronavirus for a lot of people trigger it. Is that yes, the case? That's uh, why it's dangerous. I because see. Because it flares it up to the point that if if there is still pneumonia in my lungs in my chest and i got corona there is a good chance that it could flare up and cause pneumonia to its highest degree and just i would be down my lungs would fill up with so much like water yeah uh, that's why people need respirators boogers not boogers uh what's the word not fluid fluid i don't know nasal (laughs) fluid i don't know i'm not sure (laughs) it would just i would basically drown yeah, you'd be you'd be drowning, but you'd be trying as you're breathing. You'd just be really hard to breathe, basically yeah. drowning out of water. Yeah, so I'm not too thrilled to play the game of life. <laughs> no, with King Corona. No, but and let alone not just me, but like my mom, people that have weakened immune systems and not just because they screwed around or anything but because they were born with it or they grew into it and like they have every right to be protected as the rest of us yeah and we got to take care of them because they're still part of the community and that's the reason you stay home folks it's not you it's the people that you care about the people that i mean the people like brian even i mean people like me you want me dad because for real if you don't stay at home, you don't be careful. Heaven forbid, you go to McDonald's, you do something a little unsavory, you get that Brian been with the Corona. Great time to like you know, tell them my username or anything and get clout. But come to my location. I would love seeing more people come through my drive-through. You got to tell them your location. We are on Vienna Road, which is the Clio exit. We are right on the right. In that little loop next to Burger King and Taco Bell, please come through the drive-through, drive-through only, and tell me hi. Make my day a little brighter, but please don't touch my hand. Say hey, Brian. I actually I don't encourage you to come out my way until after. <laughs> yeah. I let's rephrase that. Please don't come until after the pandemic has died down a little. But until then, I hope that you stay safe and you know germ-free, like. Wear gloves, wash your hands. Hand sanitizer is not a necessity, but it's welcomed. And that, you know, just be clean, you know? Really frustrating when people aren't clean. Gotta stay clean, folks. Mr. Clean. (laughs) Mr. Clean. Oh, God. Lysol. Lysol. It's all connected, you know? It's all connected. All one big conspiracy. Life's a trip.
I feel like that's a great outro for this podcast. I feel like we just did it. I do believe so. I think we just did it. If it wouldn't be copyrighted and we couldn't make any kind of profit off this, I would suggest editing in said song we just referenced. What song was it that we referenced? I don't know, but it was funny when we referenced it. I can't even remember. I'm going to go back and listen. I'll be like, oh, Oh, yeah, that one. this part out. (laughs) That song. But anyways, anyways, folks, I love you all. It's been such a pleasure. I'm glad Brian has been here to bless us with his Brian-ness. Um, it's been pretty cool. I hope it was something to enjoy. Hey, I'm, I, like, I thought we were going to talk about coronavirus for 15 minutes, and then we'd have to figure out something else, and we just made it corona all the way. I don't know where it spiraled, but <laughs> like we hit several subjects within I, coronavirus. We got, we, got the, we got the corona spectrum. We got Though a lot of I them. I do apologize that was the theme of the podcast you know honestly like, though that's what people want to hear about right now like if we just started talking about some random other thing they'd be like why are they right even? i clicked for corona so I, honestly it's probably like, fine <laughs> you're right you They're might gonna, get more views yeah actually. that's what i'm saying like we stayed on topic the whole time we did the right thing and so. we we made some good points we might have educated people or yeah. gave them a better sense of hope um, and I think that the best thing you can do at a time like this is uh just talk about it have a conversation with somebody don't st- do in your own self panic. Just talk exactly. to somebody and, and and don't watch a bunch of political don't watch CNN all day on YouTube or on your TV. That's gonna make you so paranoid. Just no, just chill out for a minute. Just just I would say go for a walk, but you know, maybe just chang, just sit on a chair outside. Take one out of the books from your grandparents and set a time for when you need to watch the news. It yeah. is actually very refreshing to have some kind of routine, especially when you're locked in the house all day. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta keep something. And if there's any time to watch the sanity. news, if there's any time to like, you know, keep an eye on uh, political, like social events, maybe, maybe right now, just keep a tab, keep a tab. But also, keep a tab on your sanity. You know, um, you, you're gonna go crazy. You're gonna go crazy, and you're stuck at your house, so you're more likely to go crazy. Just chill out, everybody. Just talk to somebody. Just remember. <coughs> Excuse my coughing. I'm all good. I'm all good. <laughs> Just remember, it's not going to last forever. I mean, I at least hope it doesn't. But for now, it's safe to say that it won't. No. And we just got to take that. And that is the and be okay with big it. thing is that everything, If I've always listened to this piece of advice. Um, whenever I'm worried or I'm stressed, I always have to think this, and it's always helped me. Everything will always be okay in the end. It does not matter what situation you're in, where you find yourself. You could be in the worst situation ever. It literally could be the end, but it doesn't matter because life is life and then you die. Everything will always be okay in the end. Thank you guys so much for being here. I love you all. Ruse Radio, clocking out.